Welcome to In The Dwelling Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Laura. And we are so glad that you are here. You are more than welcome to dwell in the conversations, in this space, and to just be in this moment. This podcast was born out of two sisters in Christ, desiring to share truths, light, love, and open discussions along the way about life, faith, and to see where these conversations takes us to. So sit back and grab a cup of coffee or teoping and let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to our final episode for season 1 of In The Dwelling. Woohoo! Hey, yes, it's our very last episode for this season. Mm-hmm. And as we run out this season in our new episode and the year 2020, we have a very special guest who will be joining us today. Ooh, yes, our very special guest today loves to talk. Mm-hmm. And we met mm-hmm. her during a church retreat at the Office for Young People. Oh, yes. The Office for Young People is an archdiocesan office in Singapore that ministers to young people. And they seek to raise up a generation of young people passionately mm. in love with Jesus and his church. And so we met during a retreat, which we attend in 2018, called the School of Christian Leadership. And we never look back since. That's right. It was a friendship and sisterhood match made in heaven. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Woo-hoo. And yeah, with that, let's welcome Jean. Woohoo. Hey, Jean. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey. I am Jean. It's such an honor to be part yeah, of your woo-hoo. little podcast. Yay. Hi, Jeannie. So glad that you are here with us and with Jesus today. And maybe you could share something about yourself. Mm, okay, so like one of them mentioned, yeah, I love to talk and <laughs> I also love to eat chocolates. I, a recent new discovery that I found was that I don't crave a full meal like laksa or chicken rice, but rather I would crave like a dessert, a sweet stuff. Wow, that's so interesting. And yeah, you really don't eat dinner at all, right, Jeannie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't eat dinner at all. That's how like our family and I grew up. We eat very light for dinner. And yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't go out <laughs> or make any plans. But I still go out with my friends and have dinner as per normal. Mm, speaking of like meals, food and eating, maybe we can start with a little check-in. Which is one of my favourite topics of the day, yums. Yeah, when it comes yums. to food, I love it. I'm a true blue Singaporean. <laughs> but yeah, how about um, for today's check-in question, we can maybe reflect about what is our favourite Christmas ornament or decoration. Ooh. I can't wait to hear this. I think my favourite would be the big star. Ooh. Like the one you hang on your window. It's not the one on the tree because it's so big and so bright. So my Blinks. family hangs it on our living room window. And yeah, so like whoever walks past outside, I hope like they feel a little Christmassy and like I hope to spread Aww. a little Christmas joy to them. Oh, that's so sweet of you, Jeannie. And I was just also thinking of the star as well. But for mine, it's also quite similar to yours. I think my favourite would be the fairy lights that are mm. hung around the tree. I like it in warm colours and it makes the whole place feel so inviting and welcoming. Wow. You know, I just want to say you guys light up my life oh, wow. and for the world. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you light up my world. <laughs> like nobody, nobody else. else. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's very evident how you guys chose the star and the light. Mm, but for me, all I can picture right now is one of my favorite Christmas ornaments um, that is currently hanging on my family's Christmas tree, and that's Santa on a llama. <laughs> <laughs> Something really quirky and unusual, yet gives the tree a little extra something-something. <laughs> Mm, that's something something sounds cute <laughs> and that reminds me that last year also mm. towards the end of the year we celebrated christmas as well Yay! as the new year together oh yeah we went to apollo cafe thinking about what is up for the year Ooh. ahead and like yeah what a year it has been yeah what a year it has been man mm-hmm. and guys Wow, you know, I can't believe that we are nearing towards the end of the year. It's crazy. Yeah, and we know that usually during this time, people are often preparing a list of New Year resolutions as each New Year arrives. But do you girls remember during our date at Apollo, at the beginning of this year, we shared with one another our word for the year. Oh, yes, yes. I remember that. Maybe we can share about that word and... Reflect on how the year has been for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we should. And it's so cool how we are able to come together again after we have journeyed closely with one another and to see how our word for the year has played such a significant role on our journeys. Yeah, maybe Jeannie, would you like to share with us what your word for the year was? Okie dokie. <laughs> uh, the word for the year uh, was surrender. So I remember when I heard the stirring mm. that the word was surrender um i was actually jogging and begin i started to like quicken my speed when i heard this word because like the word is just so scary surrender yeah so i guess reflecting back on particularly mm. the last four months the word has become more and more evident in my life mm. after graduating from uni in the end of august i went into like beast mode in finding jobs and sending in resumes after resumes However, there wasn't a temporary employment that I could secure. There were many times I would come so close in securing a job position, but I was often left disappointed when the employer or recruitment agency ghosted me. So during this time of job search, I would often ask the Lord to open the doors that were meant for me and close the doors that would not be for me. Um, yeah, in this same, in during this time of job search, I did feel that there was this little voice who was telling me to just like chill, just rest, and to just bask in this time of relaxation. Mm. But me being me, I just ignored this little voice, which I actually mm. think is really the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And found it rather hard to just stay at home and mm. do things that wouldn't give me a sense of achievement. I guess in some sense, there was also this pressure that I, when I saw my university classmates securing a job, earning an income, and yeah, I wanted to Mm. be also doing something (laughs) to achieve something. (laughs) Like I needed to be productive, get a job, earn some money. Um, Mm. However, whenever my sisters in Christ would tell me that it's really okay to rest, I found it really hard to listen to them as, yeah, I basically wanted to be in control. I wanted a job now, like now. So, Mm. yeah, I couldn't really claim the truth of just resting. I guess it was only till November after attending a retreat that I realized that I should really just take this time to do the things that I love and also just to enjoy the company of those that I hold very close and dear 
to my heart. Yeah, and also during this time, I constantly remind myself of Jeremiah 21:11. For I know the plans I have for you; they are plans for good, to give you a future and a hope. Yeah, also during this event, I was also constantly reminded of how Mary's yes during the annunciation, and actually not only that, I think like her entire life. Her entire life, it was just like there was no certainty. There was so much of uncertainty.、Mm. And Archbishop shared during his homily recently that how jo- Saint Joseph and Mary also must have had a plan for the way、mm. that they would like to live their life, but yet they totally allowed themselves and their plans to be directed by the Lord. But in each step, God came in and showed them、mm. His way. The flight to Egypt and was yeah saved from Herod soldiers when they came. When they should come back, or like, yeah, when they should follow the will of God, and that comes very beautifully, like the whole salvation story, how Jesus came and saved us. So yeah, I think as a woman who is striving to become a woman after God's own heart, I hope to have the grace to emulate Mother Mary's when she said, "Thy will be done" during Annunciation. Wow, Jeannie, that's so beautiful, and I say that it's beautiful because I had the opportunity to witness this growth that you went through during this year, and just hearing your sharing, it reminded me how we are human beings and not human doings. But truly, you do not need to make any plans, and that's the best plan because Jesus is the only plan that we need, and with Him there is no need for a backup plan as well. Yeah, because He holds, He protects, and He guides our footsteps in the journey、mm-hmm. as well. Totally agree with you, Michelle, and yeah, thank you, Jean, for sharing. It was really great to be able to, you know, see you grow. And become more and more a woman after God's own heart. It is indeed true that sometimes we may be pressured by society ideals that we need to get a job, etc. But I'm so glad that you also encouragingly took the time to abide as well as to rest in the Lord and commit yourself to prayer as well as Bible reading. So amazed with your fiat and your yes to God. Thank you, thank you, sisters, for being part of my journey and for supporting <laughs> me as well. I'm very curious about y'all too. So, Michelle, how about you? Would you like to share about your word for the year? Well, well, <laughs> hmm. All right.、Uh, my word for the year、mm-hmm. was acceptance, and initially I thought it was to accept anything、mm-hmm. that came my way and to accept it with grace. But later on, as I continued to bring this into deeper prayer, it was to actually accept、mm-hmm. myself. Now looking <laughs> back in the year, it was so evident that all the experiences and opportunities led to walk in the light of my belovedness and uniqueness. This year has been a year to grow in childlike wonder and dependency on the Lord.、Mm-hmm. As I grew more and more in this dependency on the Lord, He gives me that space to discover who I am. It's like literally growing up and discovering my own uniqueness, even at this stage of my life and journey. I grew up with a lot of self-loathing and self-rejection, but they were always hidden under my need to strive for perfection. You know, being hard on myself and trying to be a constant doer in life. I'm a chronic doer,、mm-hmm. yeah, and it felt that I could never measure up to the expectations that I've placed on myself as well. And if I were to be a flavored ice cream, it would、mm-hmm. have been vanilla. I grew up believing and conditioning myself to believe that. 
being a vanilla flavored ice cream was way better than <laughs> being a specific flavored ice cream like mm-hmm. mint or speculous, which not many people would like or gravitate towards. Mm. And it almost seemed like it was easier to be a vanilla flavored ice cream. But in retrospect, it felt the safest mm-hmm. and the safest choice to be so that I can be worthy to be loved, to be seen and to be known. It was better to keep a low profile than to stand out for the fear of bringing all my imperfections and shortcomings to light. Interestingly, my image for the year has been a butterfly and there were many countless times where a butterfly image would just appear right before my eyes, be in real life, on social media, through daily commute. And the funny thing is, I've always been afraid of butterflies. I When I see one, I'll just admire it from afar but internally i'm like please do not come near me yeah i just do not like butterflies even though a lot of people love butterflies i'm just not one of them (laughs) (laughs) and yeah just so happened when i watched a show last night guess what happened friends oh my goodness what let me guess you saw a butterfly yes ding ding oh wow yes that's right there was a butterfly and i watched this chick flick show many times before but somehow that line in that movie struck me and fun fact so Mm -hmm. because i've been seeing a lot of butterflies right this year i went to google and tried to read up on what a butterfly symbolized or represented and thanks to google it they told (laughs) me that the butterfly represents rebirth transformation change hope and life but the line that struck me was you are a butterfly now not an earthworm Mm. and it struck me because all this while i tend to fall back into reliving my days of being an earthworm Mm -hmm. that now as a butterfly it's hard to live and to claim my real identity as a butterfly Mm. and especially how in the beginning of this year I was really struggling with my final year project, you know, being rejected from my project designs. However, that countless of rejections allowed me to really step out of my comfort zone. It has really helped Mm. me and to push me to grow in my gift of creativity that Mm. I always thought that I was never gifted in. Yet in the face of my trials, I always felt this deep assurance and groundedness that I will be okay in the end of it all. Now this feeling of not being in control is something very new to me because I'm someone that loves to organize and to know what's gonna happen. (laughs) So naturally, I feel lost but yet I know I'm found. And in that sense, the Lord knows where exactly Mm. I am. You know, even though I may feel lost but I know I'm found because the Lord knows where I am. Mm. So I'm not really lost per se. I'm not alone in this feeling of being lost. Coming back to the word for the year, In order for me to fully come to recognize and to love the person that God created me before I was even in my mother's womb, I have to really allow myself to be found, to be given that space to grow and to just dive deep into my desires and dreams and also gifts without the fear of not being good enough. Thanks for sharing, Michelle. There were many truths that I myself could claim from your sharing. Also recently, someone shared with me that the first fruit of prayer life is when you come to know of yourself, when you are made aware of your wounds, your fears, Mm. and to just own your individual brokenness. Mm. Yeah, that's so true, Jean. And yeah, thank you, Michelle, for sharing it's really nice to have seen you grow from a worm to a butterfly that process of being in a cocoon coming face to face with yourself and recognizing all that you are 
but most importantly, everything that you are in the Lord's heart. He appointed you and He chose you right before He even formed you in your mother's womb. And that's how precious mm. you are, Michelle. And also as you were sharing, I was reminded of this song, You Are Alive Ooh. by Hillsong. Mm. Yeah, and particularly this part of the verse struck me because now as a butterfly, you are like living in the light of the Savior, dancing in the arms of forever. And you are saying like you are walking on water. God God is alive, alive in (gasps) you. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. You know, that song really spoke out to me because Mm. it was really the same day where I decided and accepted to walk in the light of my belovedness with the Lord. And I think you sisters know how my image for the year or the saint that I really grew really close to and resonate with is St. Peter. And I remember Mm. sharing with you sisters as well how I feel like this year has been an image also of the Lord inviting me to step out on the water. So it's really interesting Mm. how you sisters shared so much truth and reminder to me on this journey. Yeah, what about you, Lorella? Oh, um, I remember my word for last year was humility or what some would say, lowliness. It was a reminder to self that Nothing of my good comes from me, but from God alone. And with that, it has allowed me to see my role as his vessel of love, to empty myself and Mm. let God do what he needs to do within me for his greater glory. And it can be really in the small things that he calls me and um, gives me the grace and strength to do it. I will share an example of being at home with my family. Mm, I'm not sure if you guys face similar things like, you know, who to bathe first, who to pick up the hair at the toilet floor, and like who to do like the household chores and mm-hmm. who to settle dinner, etc. <laughs> For me, one of the so-called like struggles that I have at home is who to bathe first. You know, sometimes it's like a really big inertia for me to, you know, let my sister bathe first. Because like after a long day of work, you know, I just want to shower and have a rest. However, this inertia can be overcome when I recognize that God can give me the strength to do it. In Philippians, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm. Eventually and nowadays, it became an open heart and with joy to, you know, let my sister take the shower first. I also started to like empathize Mm. more with her that she too had a long day at work and would like to shower first. Truly, like what Mother Teresa said, we can do no great things, but small things with great love. There are also other situations in my life and relationships where God continually invites me to empty myself of my wants, to put aside my human selfishness and laziness, and to do what He asks of me, to rise up to the situation, etc. Yeah, less of me and Mm. um, more of Him. Thanks for sharing, Laura. It was very nice to see the growth in you and yeah, the many truths you can proclaim so confidently. I think one thing I realized from your sharing is how you have been so patient, just dying to yourself and how you just continuously hope in the Lord. Your sharing has reminded me, for in hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Oh wow, Laura, you know it's such a grace. Truly such a grace to witness the beauty of the desires of your heart. 
and how it longs to imitate our Heavenly Father's and our Blessed Mother's heart of love. Your sharing reminds me of how apart from the Lord, we are truly nothing and we are not able to do the task beyond our humanness or capacity. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And that tree of love for the Father has already begun bearing fruit. Mm. Thank you so much, sisters, for you know, just being in this journey with me. And you know, I believe that you know, this year hasn't been an easy one for many of us. And we have all acknowledged some form of challenges that we have been through this year. Mm. And maybe we could take this time to praise and thank God for being with us this entire year by sharing our takeaway cookie from this whole experience. Mm. For me, uh, it would be that there will continually come challenges and times where I will still falter. But this year, mm. a year of humility, has taught me that the care of my entire being my soul, my mind, my heart, and whatever I do really needs to rely on God and to know that I can only be who I am if I let Him breathe His life Mm. and love into mine. In Galatians 2.20, it says, you know, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. For me, I think this year where there was constant wrestling and surrendering to God, it has taught me to loosen the grip I have over my Mm. life and let God take charge and be the author of my life. Mm -hmm. I know that this form of constant surrender is not a one-time effort but rather a daily yes to Him, allowing Him to work through my life. And oh yeah, I'm certainly reminded of one of my favorite quotes from Saint Teresa of Avila, where it says, "Christ has no body now on earth but yours, no hands, no feet mm. but yours." Wow. Yeah, so I hope I have the grace to constantly let God be in charge, and that I will continually dream together with Him for His kingdom here. Wow, Jeannie, that's so beautiful. For me, my takeaway cookie would be to embrace the path that the Lord is taking me on and to also embrace the person that the Lord has created. I think it's very tempting at times um, to go back to living in the darkness because perhaps it's something that we have grown so comfortable living in. Um, However, the Lord invites us to live in the light because we are all sons and daughters of the Mm. light and day. In claiming that we are children of the light, We have to constantly remind ourselves that this is a daily battle to really fight through the doubts, the many noises from the world that tries to tell us who we are or who we should be and instead to cling to the truth and promises of the Lord even when we do not understand or believe it at that point of time. The world needs you and not another copy of somebody else. Each of us has been given gifts that Mm. nobody else has that the world needs. With all this, like, you know, take-home truth messages, shall we close with a prayer? Mm, let us bless ourselves in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Jesus, help me to spread your fragrance wherever I go. Flood my soul with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess my whole being so utterly that my life may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through me and be so in me that every soul I come in contact with may feel your presence in my soul.
Let them look up and see no longer me, but only Jesus. Stay with me and then I shall begin to shine as you shine. So to shine as to be a light to others. The light, O Jesus, will be all from you. None of it will be mine. It will be you shining on others through me. Let me thus praise you the way you love best, by shining on those around me. Let me preach you without preaching, not by words, but by my example, by the catching force of the sympathetic influence of what I do, the evident fullness of the love my heart bears to you. Amen. Thank you, pals and friends, for joining us in this first season of In The Dwelling. We really hope that you know this podcast has been a blessing to you on your journey as it was for us. Yes, we'll see you very soon in the early half of next year for season two. So stay tuned and thank you all for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to write in to us on any feedback, questions or even topics that you would like us to talk about at our email in the drawing SG at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Have courage, take heart and God bless. Bye! Bye.